If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. The following podcast is not real, but it is really sponsored by Jackbox Games. Get five hilarious party games in the Jackbox Party Pack from the creators of You Don't Know Jack. Now on Xbox One, PS3, PS4, Steam, and more. Go to jackboxgames.com for more info. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Blanish, come on, that's my bed. Get out, go, go, get to the back, get to the back of the Vermilion Minotaur. Sorry about that. Hello from the Magic Tavern. A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is what's going on. Uh, Almost a year ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King into the fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift. And I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, run by myself and Blemish with uh, in the t- in the town of Hogsbase in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts. I am Usador, hmm. wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius. So many magical, wonderful, mystical realms of Ephesius to discuss. Oh boy, you're really going to... Drag this one out. Master of light and shadow. Manipulator of magical delights. Devourer of chaos. Champion of the great halls of Tarakis. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin Hugstanges. And I am known in the northeast as Gasmwanius Maystar. I am also known to the vampires as Antony Dawnwalker. Oh, and I am known in the Northeast as Gasmwanius Maystar, and there may be other secret names you do not know yet. Ah. What was the name, Chunt? The Gasmanus? Gasanus? If you can't remember, I don't want to say it. Oh, all right. Well, hey, and also I'm joined by Chunt. Futnuts. 
fun nuts. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? It's a new snack we have at Choo Choo's Chow. I love fun nuts. Yeah. Fun nuts. Mm-hmm. Are they good? Uh, no, they're bad. They're, that's we decided they're the to put something yeah. on the menu that's disgusting and people would hate because that's how you run a restaurant. Uh, Thank goodness you're running the Minotaur now. Uh, milk your mouse. How are things going? What? How are things going at Choo Choo's Chow? Uh, good. Good, good, very good, good to great. Good to great? Yeah. So you're not still in crippling debt from... Oh, uh, we are. Oh, okay. But again, who's going to mess with the wizard? Yeah, I suppose yeah. that's true. Try to stab me. I dare you. I know. We learned that you are unstabbable. Or or, <laughs> or rather, it has, just has no effect. <laughs> oh, God damn it, John. I, I didn't know no. if you were unstabbable. No, I'm totally stabbable. Sorry. Oh, God. Uh, listeners, uh, he just poked him with the stick. I think he'll be all right. No, but it hurt. It you did. felt that? I did. Through everything? Oh, Has boy. the stabbing begun? Ah, uh, Blemish. Hello, boy. Blemish, is there any special today as far as the uh, food? We have uh, candied beets, as usual. Are uh, they good? Excellent. Mm. See how that works? I've prepared them myself. Oh. Oh, never mind. And we have rooster's feet. I love rooster's feet. If you purchase a dozen, I'll give you one extra. <gasps> I call it a blemish dozen. Oh. Oh, blemish dozen. What is the word blemish? That's his name. Yeah, used to. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 right. It's blemish. Right, I see. It's my dozen. I understand now. I shall return. All Thank right. you. Bye, what blemish. Was, what was his name? His name is his name is Blemish Otok Barleyfoot. The owner of the Vermilion Minotaur is off on his quest to find his daughter. He left Blemish in charge in his stead, and Blemish is creepy as hell. Yes, I agree. He's a weird dude. And although I'm actually kind of co in charge, it's sort of unclear. Yes. It is. Yeah. So what have you been doing around the the uh, Vermilion Minotaur? Um, a lot of cleaning and, no, and managing and math and No, I mostly if I've mostly been watching Blemish and if he does anything especially creepy, I huh. tell him to get to the back. That's basically what Otok did. Yeah, that is a lot of what Otok's job was. Yeah. That's true. Mead and rooster's feet for all. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I shall be making changes in the coming weeks to the Vermilion Minotaur. Uh, putting Blemish's stamp upon it. Oh, what sorts of changes? Cats roam freely. The decor will be feline-themed. Hmm. Everything will be painted black. You've got a real cat thing. Cats and darkness. Cat, cats and doctors? Dark, darkness. Oh, darkness, okay. Darkness. That would be a good role-playing game, Cats and Doctors. I know yeah. you guys love Offices and Bosses. Yeah, maybe I'll make a, a game called Cats and Doctors. Cats and Doctors. Pick a card. Are you a cat or a doctor? We'll find out when you talk. <laughs> All right, Blemish, get to the back. Get to the back. You're not in charge. I am of you. So be it for now. Okay, so uh, I'm I'm excited actually to talk to our guests. We have a returning guest we haven't seen in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little uh, I'm having a little trouble introducing him because he's got a very difficult to say name. It's DQ, baby. DQ, uh, our guest, uh, the elf. Nathaniel Quenyarvin. Greetings from the forest. It is so lovely to see you two friends again. And you, human. <laughs> it's Hello. good to see you, DQ. You have had months to practice my name. You could have done it a few times every day. And yet, it sounds no better now than it did when we first met. Wow. You have such a lovely, lovely voice. But I, 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 can't, say, I can't say it as well as you. How, how, say it again. Nathaniel Quinn Yarvin. That is, I mean, I'm just like soothed by his voice. Do you want to host a podcast? 
No. Yes, that would be lovely. Oh, wow. Chunt and I have been talking about looking for a new host. Yeah. What? We're starting a side podcast with a new host. What is your side podcast? Hello from the Magic Tavern. <laughs> oh, no. But Tavern with two ends. Oh, uh, all right. Fair <laughs> enough. Dathaniel. Dathaniel Quenyar. Quen. Oh, it's just that Did horrible case attempt out. attempt to Quen. roll your cue? Quen. Are you trying to roll the cue sound? Tathaniel Quenyarvin. That. It feels good. Ever, try it, though. It does it not looks sound awful. good. Try it. it. Awful. Try it. Quenyarvin. Now I feel like I'm going to puke. You're going to offend our guests. Sorry, sorry. I'm, re- I'm trying. I'm, you I'm, already have... Mm. You have offended me and attempted to call an eagle in my native tongue. <laughs> oh, is that how you call an eagle in your yeah. native tongue? Yes, my name is very close to the command for calling an eagle. Oh, is that is that tough? Like growing up, did people make fun of you by calling eagles? Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, so many eagles were called on the schoolyard. I would have to bat them away with my hands and legs. Your but powerful legs. Thank As I you. remember. Yes, my very powerful legs. But they would swarm, and I would have to rush inside and do arts and crafts while the other elven kids did recess. Sure. That's terrible. You see, Arnold, uh, the languages in food are quite complex. There's dwarvish and elvish and humanish. There's so many different languages. And we're speaking uh, humanish? Yes. Okay. Of course. What in you, my world, In my world, the language we're speaking is called English. And humans English. speak a lot of different languages. English. Oh, interesting. English. Hmm. The language of England. What is England? England is a country that I'm not I'm not from, but But you speak their language. But I speak their language because people from that country came to the country I'm from and made everyone speak English. So let me ask and you we this. hate it when people don't speak English in my country. So let me ask you this. So if someone from England were to speak right now, mm-hmm. they'd sound exactly like you? They'd have a different accent, that- a different dialect, and they would talk in Cockney slang rhyme. Can you let us know, how would an English person sound? Uh, hello, governor. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Ah. His ears are bleeding. Ah, Arnie, there's sorry, blood coming sorry, out of his you. ears. Okay, I will not do that accent again. If you want to know what people from England sound like, uh, many of the people in Foon, for some reason, do have a, a vaguely uh, English accent, but, but I don't understand Yeah, you sound kind of like the Troll Bridge a little bit. Yeah. DQ, can I ask? I don't know if this is still a sore subject. Um, have you gotten better at your bow and arrow? Thank you for asking, my friend Chunt. I have concentrated on my strengths. And I have realized that archery is not one of them. So I have put all of my strength and concentration into kicking. And it's been going very well. Yeah, that's great. I noticed that your boots have a, uh, are steel-toed and have a spike on the end. Yes. Very dangerous. I have traded in my bow and arrow for some special boots. And I have been kicking trees everywhere I can find. That's right. Do you mind, uh, for our listeners who maybe didn't hear the last time you were here, DQ, you, you have a sort of hatred of trees. Yes. When I was young, a tree stole my father. According to your mother. Yes, that's what my mother said. They had been fighting for some time, and one day he was gone, and my mother said, a tree took him, let's move on. <laughs> and I, from that day, vowed vengeance upon the trees. 
But you know, after our last talk, I went back and talked to my mother. Mm-hmm. Which seems like a good idea. We, we recommended that you talk to her and get the full story. Yeah, it turns out that that's not true. Yeah, we all do that. About yeah. the trees. Uh-huh. Yeah, he just, he, just left. They just, they got tired of fighting and he just left and mm-hmm. he never came back, mm-hmm. so... I don't actually have any quarrel with the trees anymore. There is a silver lining in the story that your father may still be out there somewhere. But he doesn't care to know me or interact with me in any way? In what way is that a silver lining, Viangelic? You could find him and re-engage in this relationship. Take the power in your hand and say, Father, I wish to have a relationship with you. And then kick the shit out of him. That sounds better, Chant. Yeah. Right. What's his, uh, if, if I may ask, um, I, I don't want Arnie to attempt it. Your father's name, does he have um, uh, as beautiful and elegant a name as you do? Yes. Uh, his full name is Dothroniel Quenyarvin. That's beautiful. Darth, Darth oh, Roniel? Don't even. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> but there is a silver lining, Fiangalic. Perhaps not the one that you have mentioned, but I have put all of my energy into kicking and into a new quest oh. of entrepreneurship. Oh, I have taken all the trees that I've kicked down, and I have turned to woodworking, and I have opened my own shop. Wow. I make cabinets, and I make other things. I'm, I make shelves. A lot of people like my shelves. How kicked do these pieces of furniture look like are they noticeably kicked they are beaten they are weathered mm-hmm. a lot of people like them for their vintage their vintage and worn look uh-huh. but i have been able to control my kicks and so i turn the spike on my boot into a sort of lathe oh and just shape them into a, a very nice piece of furniture you can see my sign. It is a picture of me sitting upon one of my shelves. Wow. wow. Arnie, you may not know this, but this vintage and worn look is very popular right now, uh, mostly because everything we have is old and has been used a lot. Sure, yeah. And you're like, let's let's embrace it. Let's keep using it because it's all we have. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a great idea. Mm, yes, people do find it quite enjoyable. Uh-huh. I, I feel like I've seen it a lot in, uh, like, uh, if you ever go to a Hippogriff uh, store, mm-hmm. uh, a hip store, they usually have uh, a lot of vintage kind of uh, material. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. So you're like a, a successful business owner now. People seem to enjoy what I do. I, I have a, a small shop. You can come and see me at any time. It's called Elf on a Shelf. Furniture. Wow, is it seasonal? Why are you smiling? Uh, uh, Elf on a shelf. No, I just like that name. It seems very appealing. It's catchy. It rhymes. People seem to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And you said the sign was you sitting on a shelf. Exactly. So that's yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, it, it makes a complete amount of sense. And you sell shelves. Among many other things. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I was wondering if you could perhaps create something for me. What can I create? A commission. This is Uh, exciting. Yes. I need a shelf upon which I can lay my staff and my sword. My leg muscles are already quivering. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes I go home and I try to prop them up in the corner and they just fall down. It looks stupid. Would you like perhaps 
a hole in one of the shelves so you can place your staff into it lengthwise oh. and stand it up. And the sword as well. That would be wonderful. Yes. I'm going to kick right through that shelf and oh, your hole. Thank you so much, Nathaniel. Seems vaguely erotic. I don't know why. Yeah, he's sweating profusely. I just love kicking. It's Do you ever just figure out what you're good at? Finally, after so many years, and then just relentlessly pursue it. I'm yeah. having trouble narrowing it down. Ernie, you ever feel that? You mm. find what you're good at? Yeah, I, I feel like doing this podcast, hosting yeah. this podcast, is something that I'm really good at, and I'm really going for it. Why? It is too bad that I will take over as the new host, then. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for that. Oh, man. Can you just say, like, uh, DQ, can you just say, like, hello from the Magic Tavern? Hello from the Magic Tavern. Already, I mean, that's world's better. I'm not going to deny that that sounds really good. Yeah. Actually, I thought that the boy did it pretty well, too. No, Blemish. Blemish, come here. Blemish. Blemish. Yes. Can you say hello from the Magic Tavern again? Hello from the Magic Tavern. But say it as if it has two ends. Hello from the Magic Tavern. A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. If you've never listened before, here's the story. I'm an elf, and I host a podcast. It's a much simpler story. No backstory no needed. We're yeah. just, we yeah, just I feel get, like people, get right into people it. Right pick into up at any point. Yeah. Like, I think with DQ or Blemish, it's just like a way better, it's like a more accessible... About a week ago, I was made the owner and proprietor of the Vermilion Minotaur, and I host a weekly podcast series here. Just hanging with some friends, talking about stuff. See, he said hanging with some friends. You always make it sound like it's a chore to be with us. No, it's great to be with you guys. You're Why don't my... you ever say hanging with your friends, then? I can start saying that. You say, as always, my co-host. When you say, as always, it makes it sound like it's, ugh, as always. Say hanging with friends. Hanging with my buds. Hanging with my, my, uh... Friends, just say friends. friends. Say the word friends. My friends. friends. You couldn't even say the line you wanted to when you told him the exact Just just repeat what I said. He changed it to buds, and then he he had a stroke. Also, the way our voice goes very high sounds a bit incredulous. (laughs) What? You're my friends. Uh, Dathaniel, though dwarves and elves are natural enemies, would you be willing to kick the Vermilion Minotaur sign so that it says the Vermilion Minotaur presented by Blemish? Yes. It will require a considerable amount of control. And also, could we bring the sign down a little bit so I wouldn't have to jump each time? I'm very small, so I will get a series of ladders. All right. Uh, well, let's take, a, let's take a quick break and sort of refresh our drinks, and let's shoo Blemish back to the, the back, and uh, we'll, we'll talk some more to DQ, our guest. Get out of here! Hello, I'm Kellery Potter. Come on down to Kellery's Pottery, please. A witch kidnapped my family. She's holding them hostage. If I don't sell all this pottery, she's going to eat my children. Please, these pots are priced to move. I'm actually losing money on this pottery. Save my children and get a great piece of pottery. That name again, Calorie Potter. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible 
your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. And we're back. And we're back. God, look, here's the thing. I bring a lot to this podcast, no question. But, I I mean, I will admit that... DQ has a luxurious voice. Pretty humbling to hear, huh? I would love to listen to his voice a lot. I'm sure all of our ASMR listeners are really tingling right now. But what are those letters? Uh, I don't really know. Is it some sort of secret human code? I don't want to talk about our stuff. Uh. So, so DQ, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that you've gotten over, you know, your abandonment issues with your father, and you've really channeled that into. Making furniture. I have tried to be more productive, and in fact, I have also branched out my kicking into other areas as well. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, it, is a, it is a bit of a, a fitness craze, if you will. Mm-hmm. I teach classes uh, in the back room of Elf on the Shelf Furniture uh, every uh, morning, twice a week. Uh-huh. Local maidens find that my exercising is... Good for their metabolism and <laughs> general complexion. It's uh, just a series of rhythmic kicks and jabs and movement just uh-huh. to get the blood flowing. It's uh, the main exercise, of course, for maidens of, of their stature is boating, of course. So uh, you, this is for people who are tired of boating. Sure. Or tie bow for short. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Interesting. You know, I actually have a question about your business. Do you ship the? Do you ship the or send the furniture to like other cities? Oh yes, we have a very complex network of eagles and wyverns and other creatures that do our shipping for us. Mm-hmm. We are having a bit of a snafu right now with the uh, spider transport union. Oh boy, so spiders? Like giant spiders? If you want to go anywhere in the southwest, you're going to have to make spiders take it there. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. That sounds terrifying to me. Well, it's very rocky terrain, very difficult to transverse, uh, but also very foggy, difficult for birds, so even if you mispronounce Nathaniel's last name and called an eagle, they they probably couldn't get it there. Mm -hmm. Do you make the packaging yourself that the furniture goes in? You know, I typically just send it unpackaged, and if it gets a little more beaten up along the way, so much the better. Yeah, it just looks the way that it looks. It's already weathered and beaten. What's one spider drop going to do to it? I see. So there's no kickboxing involved. Why are you smiling? <laughs> I don't know. The Earth people are loving it. Sorry, I've been scribbling here for a minute. If I could just have everybody... Uh, don't, nobody say anything. Everybody just take a card. Okay. Okay, don't say anything. 
Uh, on that card, you'll notice that I've uh, either drawn a picture of a cat or a doctor. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is I'm going to call upon you one at a time, and I'm going to okay. say that I have a, uh, a problem, like my arm is hurt, mm-hmm. and you're either going to respond uh, as you would if you were a cat or a doctor. Okay. Usador, I have hurt my arm. That's a cat. That's one point for me. Uh, DQ, my foot is broken. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Let me examine it. And then lick it. <laughs> oh, boy, that's a tough one. This is a one. tough one. At first I thought I knew the answer. <laughs> I think that's a doctor cat. Yeah. Arnie? Uh, okay, well, mine, you just... That's not how you play. No, I We've know. We've done two rounds. Well, no, this isn't card, how you play. This card, you clearly just drew, like, a large dick, like, just dripping. <laughs> you didn't draw... There's not a cat or a doctor on Answer this. as you would what's drawn on your card. <sighs> I have sprained my back. <laughs> you think this is good podcasting? <laughs> Thank you guys for playing Cats and Doctors. I'm sorry if uh, hey, Arnie was, ruined it. It was fun. I just the dick card was. Yeah, I drew. I drew one cat, one doctor cat, and one dick. <laughs> to be honest, am I Look, being honest? So we're gonna play test it. We're gonna keep. We're gonna figure it out. That's how games work. I worked in the games industry on my world, and so I can help you make cat, cat or doctor. Be, be honest with me. How do you think on earth, cat or doctor would do? I think. That uh, cats and doctors would do better than offices and bosses on Earth. Okay. From the way you've been acting, human, it's like you've been holding a dick card this whole time. <laughs> I all right. I got to do. You something. do play the dick card quite a bit. <laughs> oh fuck you! <laughs> to be fair, Chunt did draw those cards. It's not like you just decided to have a dick card. Yeah. I know. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> okay, so Nathaniel, what? <clears throat> uh, sorry, DQ. What was your father's name again? Darth Raniel. Darth Raniel. Quinn Yarfin. Darth Raniel. And he's, you know, he's been evading you for a while, so he's Darth Evader, your father. What? I'm so glad we circled back for that. (laughs) It's been a lot of, a lot of, like, long journeys for not enough payoff for me this episode. <laughs> Follow me! Blemish, blemish. Blemish returns. Here, pick a card. And I'm going to ask you a question. Yes. And based on what's on your card, you're either a doctor or you're going to spit a cat out of your mouth. Oh, my tummy hurts. Oh. Doctor. I think he's a doctor. <laughs> exactly. Well, DQ, it's been really nice to see you again. I, I feel like I like you a little more than you like me, but um, I, that's something I'm getting used to in this world. That's something you might have to work through on your own, human. So what does the future hold for you, DQ? Is it just more furniture stuff, or do you have other... Elf-on-a-shelf furniture can be found in a different spot every day of the month. <laughs> so just look for the sign with me sitting on a shelf. Uh-huh. And come by for any custom-made furniture or just see what I've kicked that day. Sure. But I'm really enjoying it. I feel at peace. That's great. You find the thing that you love, and you find a way to make a living doing it. I hope that you find that one day, human. I feel like I have, but thank you. Can't wait to take over this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Chunt, have you gotten any emails? Yeah, of course. I got an email here. This is uh, to chunt at gmail.com, chunt with six C's. This says uh, this is from Sean Gilbertson. 
He says, hi, Chunt. Since Arnie won't tell you about Earth stuff, since he's indolent, I'll give you and Usador a taste. On Earth, one of our most popular movies is called Grease. It's terrible, but it has some interesting history. Do you know about this movie? Yeah, the movie Grease. I wouldn't say it's terrible. Uh, Grease was a movie starring a man named John Travolt and a woman... Of a wheat, and a woman version of a wheat stock named Olivia Newton uh, hyphen John. That's right. The movie is still popular today among aunts and aunts, aunts, aunts. But it started off as a Broadway musical. Broadway is a street in one of our largest cities called New York. New York is like if you coated Chicago in a sheen of urine and flattened all the pizzas. Uh, and then he lists some of the songs from Greece here. He says, "Beach times. We went to the beach over the summer. There's a song called Cars in Charge." Zoom into my heart. Uh, <laughs> you're the one that I want. Do me a favor, popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do me a favor, popcorn? Yeah, it's do me a favor and then in parentheses, popcorn. Oh. I hope you enjoyed this little taste of our culture. Yours and Spice Potatoes, Sean. Yep, those are all the songs from Greece. Thanks, Sean. My That's... favorite is Cars in Charge. It goes, Cars in Charge of our days and our nights. Oh, that Why are you laughing? good. That's, yeah. I'm just happy to get some Earth information that's reliable. Right. I want cars in charge of me. Huh. That's huh. wonderful. Well, get, it, get it all out now, huh? <laughs> also, if you want to contact Usador, fast for six days. Throw yourself under a canvas sheet and let in there burn incense and steamed rocks that make you sweat and hallucinate. Then... Pull the canvas sheet off of you, stare at the clouds, and when you see a cloud that looks like Usador, speak your secret wishes to me. Or on Twitter. Or on Twitter, at Usador the Blue. Uh, I got an email here. You can email me at magictavern at puppies.supplies. Uh, and I got an email. Can we have DQ read your email? Um, sure, I guess so. Yeah, here. Uh, you can read the, off of this computer screen. If he can read? Hi, everyone. Hope you're all doing well. I was just wondering, way back in episode one, Usador mentioned that speaking the Dark Lord's name is bad because it will make him grow in power. What's stopping his followers from just saying his name over and over until he becomes unstoppable? Does one of Usador's secret names make him much more powerful when it's spoken? If so, wouldn't it be a good thing to spread that name about as much as possible? From Ham. Well, Ham... I do speak my name as much as possible yes. because words have great power and my name is a powerful name filled with magical portents. And I, it is true that the Dark Lord does gain power from his name being spoken aloud and his followers do chant it from time to time. But it also creates a crack in their very soul. And if they say it too much or for too long, it shall devour them all. Wow. So wait, that one time that you said the Dark Lord's uh, name. I think that was you. No, I'm pretty sure that was you. Mm, you said the ago. Dark Lord's name, so is there a uh, crack in your soul? Weren't you supposed to be uh, ten, ten times a week making lists of possible Dark Lord names? We yeah, went, but I we now went, know what the Dark Lord's name is because Usador said it. We went through one list of those, and they were all wrong, and some of them were hilarious. Uh, yes, uh, I do have a small crack in my soul, but I've, I only spoke it aloud the one time. I suppose. That's yes. true. You know, uh... I feel like we haven't really been focusing enough enough on some of the threats that are facing this world. Like, we don't really spend enough time trying to do anything about the Dark Thank Lord. Thank you! <laughs> like, the Dark the Lord... The whole reason I come on this stupid show 
Well, what's done is done. But also, like, uh, people can also follow Spintax, the green on Twitter, at Spintax. Spintax went to Earth. It's, it's hard to remember it all. Spintax went to Earth to fight the Void, which is also a threat to all of Foon. And he had to find a girl named Penelope, Penelope Penelope. And, Who I think is dead. Well, that's the thing. On Twitter, I don't know if you guys are following Spintax on Twitter. Oh, yes. He tweeted a picture of Penelope Penelope's a tombstones. gravestone, yes. His whole mission, the only way to stop the Void that we know of, was to get her to believe in magic. I did not understand the numbers on that stone. What do you mean? There, oh. were, there were two numbers on there. Yeah, well, the in, on Earth, your tombstone, when you die, uh, some people choose to be buried under the ground, and there's a marker placed there with your name and then the year that you were born and the year that you died. Those are years. Those are years. Oh, and then Spintax told me that it had something to do with her age in relation to a carpenter? <laughs> yes. Uh, the Oh, boy, it's a lot to get into. But uh, years on Earth are measured in relation to the supposed birth of uh, supposed. the of a carpenter slash savior. Oh, 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 I see. Uh, so it's part of your uh, creation mythos and 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 uh, religious religious beliefs. Uh, yes. Do you know that you're a carpenter? Have you heard of this carpenter? He sounds great. I can only hope that one day. People will measure years off of me. Aww. Oh, so what year is it now? Uh, I believe it would be 2015, 2016 on my world. Because the year it showed that she had died was 2010, I believe. Yeah, I know. It sounds like she's been dead for a long time. I mean, so it's only been, but it's been a few years. Yeah. 2010 is when your Best Buy card said expired. It's <laughs> true. But you said it was worth that many... No, do, 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 do. Don't worry about that. But yes, if people want to know more about what Spintax is up to, you can follow Spintax the Green at Spintax the Green on Twitter. And and then also, like, didn't Spintax at one point mention that there's also, like, a mirror universe where there are evil versions of me and Chunt and you, Usador? Oh, probably. Where, like, Chunt, you're like a... Wendigo? You're a Wendigo. I'm... 100% Carnival Wilson, we're married. Somebody's missing some eyes. Usador has two eye patches. I think I'm wearing two eye patches, yes. Shouldn't we be worried about all this stuff? That's in another dimension. I'm not too worried about what's going on in other dimensions, especially Earth. But I am confused that it's only 2016 in your world. It's 48238 here. It's what? 48238. Oh, it's 48238 somewhere. What? I don't know. I'm just sometimes I'm just trying stuff out. It's the year forty-eight two thirty-eight. Really? Yes, of course. This is a very old world. Yes. Your world's very young. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's why they don't have magic. Young and hip, like a twenty-year-old. Okay, everybody, take a card. Okay. I'll try this one more time. All right. Now you're either a cat, a dick, a doctor, or a car in charge. Usador, why don't you go first? I'll, I'll uh, say an ailment, and then you let me know. Uh, just act out your card. Oh, there's something wrong with my ear. I have a little earache. Oh, let me look in there. Uh, that's a, that's Dr. Cat. Mm-hmm. Dr. Uh, Cats? What? Dr. Cats, uh, professional DQ, therapy. your turn. Um, I have such a headache. I'll take it from here. I'm a car. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's a car in charge. Uh, and then Arnie. This is two dicks. You just drew two dicks on this card. Acted out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know that sounds like the dicks are farting, but it's just loud ejaculating. Short and sweet. And you're you just turned forty. Brings so much <laughs> to the podcast. This is forty. <laughs> hey, I have one more email. 
Here, why, why don't uh, DQ, why don't you read this one as well? I will not charge you for this. Normally, I have a standard voice fee. Hey, Arnie. I'm glad that you're doing this podcast to let us all know about Foon and your adventures. I know it has to be tough being trapped in another world, away from your family, and I know that some people in Foon kind of give you a hard time. It's possible that someday somebody's gonna make you want to turn around and say goodbye. Don't you know things can change and that things will go your way if you hold on for one more day? Baby, hold on. What is this nonsense? I mean, uh... Things are going to change. Things uh, will go your way? Yeah. More of your human culture. Well, thank you so much, DQ. Thank you for having me. I hope all of your listeners with MDMA or whatever enjoyed this appearance. Have you ever taken the time to lovingly imagine the details of the Vermilion Minotaur? The thick gray stone, the cheery fireplace. Well, take all those details, put them in a box, put the box under your bed, and imagine a rented conference room in a downtown Chicago comfort inn, and you're close. Matt Young said a bunch of words, and we're calling that Use Adore the Blue. Adol Rafai said a bunch of words, and we're calling that Chunt the Talking Badger. Blemish was played by special guest Martin Wilson. Martin performs with the Improvised Shakespeare Company once a month when his wife allows it. DQ, the elf with the difficult-to-pronounce name, was played by Tim Ryder. Follow Tim on Twitter, at Tim Ryder. Kellery Potter was played by Janet Potter, who was watching the recording session for an upcoming Chicago Reader article. They asked her if she wanted to play a quick character in the show, and she said, sure. Isn't that impromptu and fun? And a further proof that none of this is real. Uh, hey, I think you need to listen to this. Craig, I was really getting into the flow. This interruption had better be worth it. Hello? Is anyone there? This is Kern. I've been lost in the Grusphorn galaxy for as long as I can remember. I, I need some assistance. There's an intruder on my ship. I don't know who it is or what it is, um, but excuse I... excuse me. Oh, 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 I'm so sorry to interrupt. Oh I'm, 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 I didn't mean to startle you. Um, who, who are you? I'm, I'm Trisha. Oh. Um, I, I, I sort of, uh, I think I might have damaged some stuff out back. I, I think I crashed. Oh, that was you? Yeah. Oh. Um, can well, you... Welcome. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I'm so sorry to interrupt, and it looks like what you're doing is very important, but, um... Oh, this? Oh, just some important space stuff, but no big deal. <laughs> Okay, so we are still in space? Yes, 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 yes. We're in the Gressforn galaxy. Okay, that really means nothing to me. Like, that is in relation to... Oh, gosh, I don't know. I've honestly lost all space and awareness. I'm just confused as you. I guess we're just two peas in a pod. So you call this a pod? Well, it's like more of like a bachelor pod right now. Oh, Kern. Yeah, but... It's obvious you have I don't want to be a bachelor forever, though, you know? Okay, slow down. Hmm, so Trisha8049 has crash-landed in the Grassforn galaxy. We'll have to monitor this very closely. Craig, go ahead and finish the show while I think about the consequences of all this. Sure. Uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jacover, and Ryan D. Georgie. This episode edited by Ryan D. Georgie. Music by Andy Poland, logo by Allard LeBon, extra audio assistance by Jason Knox. 
Uh, check us out on Twitter and Facebook, and we have shirts. If you go to the website, hello from the magic tavern.com. All this has been sponsored by Jackbox Games and the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Check out Jackbox Games at jackboxgames.com and the Chicago Podcast Co-op at chicagopodcastcoop.com. Hey, if uh, Trisha's alive, you can probably get her back and then send me home, and then everything would be square, right? Hello? He left. I want cars in charge of me. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.